The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Good morning and welcome to the Hard Luck Show. I'm your certified host, Steve Lucky Luciano. My partner is Chumahan Bowen, American Indian, Southern Californian, elegant barbarian. No old blue eyes today. Old blue eyes is off handling some business with his son for his birthday. Happy birthday, Coit. Yeah, seven. Seven years old. But we got King Salmon and Big Pick Mike handling sound and visuals for us. Right. Raining in from the valley. Man, we got uh, the champ on today. It is Albert Morales in the house. Right on. Let me clear something up, you guys. By the now, listen. This is and this is my bad. Um, You know, I wanted to get Albert in a little bit earlier. We couldn't. Albert has a big fight tomorrow. By the time you guys listen to this, if you're live with us right now, it's going down tomorrow. If you're listening to this show and watching it on Monday morning, it's already happened. My man's already won. Did the weigh-ins today. What's going on, man? Welcome to the show, Albert. Yeah, man. It's glad to be back, man. Hey, that intro is hard, bro. I love listening to that in the beginning of uh, the podcast. I try to catch as many as I can. And I love it, man. It's tight. But I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be back, man. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Oh, it's great to have you back. I need it. We need you in a little more often, bro. Yeah, Not sure. so far in between. But, dude, you know, like we were saying, um, you now you have acquired the belt since our last show. And you're defending it in this fight. Tell us a little bit about this fight and, uh, and who your component is. And give us a rundown. Um, yeah. I mean, since uh, the last time we spoke. Or I was in the show, in the show. Um, yeah, I won the belt. We were talking about preparing for the belt. Um, I, I fought a, a tough dude, uh, another UFC veteran, mm-hmm. and I was able to go in there and dominate and eventually finish the guy in the, in the third round. Um, but you know, my last two opponent, my, my, the last two opponents I've had, the guy that, the fight that got me qualified mm-hmm. and then the, the title fight. Uh, both those guys were both, um, guys that are coming up from the bantamweight. So 135, cause they ended up moving up to the 45 division, 145, which is the featherweight. Is that what you're in now? Yeah, that's where okay. I'm at now. So okay. I won the butt, the 45. Um, but I'm, I'm a bantamweight coming up to featherweight. And so are those two guys. Those guys were guys who are coming up. This guy's the first guy that's an actual featherweight. Um, this guy actually fought lightweight before too, which is the, the division higher than us. So, oh, okay. So I'm actually getting exactly what I wanted. Like eventually when I first came into the featherweight division, I wanted to come in and just wipe these guys out and just show that I can, I, I can fight these big dudes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I wasn't able to at first, right? Not because of anything other than the fact that those were the two opponents they put in front of me. Sure. But now this guy is an actual 45er, like I said, lightweight. So he's, um, He's he's and and he, he's fought for titles in other organizations, so he's not he's not a chump, but I'm gonna make him look like a chump. Yeah. Damn. 
Yeah. Let me let me ask you this. So for you to come up in in weight class is is the game plan to come in light and and dust everybody and then go up in weight or was it do you gradually over certain amount of years do you just naturally grow up because you just get bigger? I think that's that's one thing. For sure you start getting older so you start picking up more weight or it's harder to lose the weight. Right. You know, cuz um weight the weight cut process is that's probably like I mean some people say, oh, you don't want to make the weight cut the hardest part, but it's it's always hard, you know, because you got to dehydrate yourself. You have to, uh, like, lower the calorie intake. Um, and I was fighting at 135, so it started getting tough. I've never, I've never missed weight. But the reason why I wanted to uh, move up was because, like, dude, one day I was trying to pick up my daughter to take her into the house. And my daughter's 11. She's, a, she's not a small – like, she's not – like, she's an athlete. She plays tennis. But uh, – I picked her up and she was like really heavy. This was during a fight camp. So I was okay. tired and she was like really heavy. And I was like, dude, like there's no way I cannot pick up my daughter without doing this. So I was like, you know what? Right. I'm, I'm moving up to 45. You know, I'm like, I'm going to move up in weight class. I was actually thinking about moving up to 55 and not cutting weight at all. Like I was going to, I was, wow. like, yeah, I was because you deplete yourself, you know? And so, sure. and it's very hard, like, especially like losing, you know, 10 to 15 pounds the night before the fight. Like it's hard to recover the way you're supposed to, you know? Um, so I was like, you know what? Like, maybe I'm not going to lose any, but the promoter was like, nah, man, how about you do 45? And I was like, all right, let's do that. So that's how I came to that decision. How tall are you? Uh, 5'9". So you're 5'9", and, and you just weighed in at 145? Yeah, like, mm, I don't know, like six hours ago or something like that. Six hours. So what goes into a weigh-in? Like, how does that actually work? Uh, you pull up to the spot. Uh, well, you make your weight, right? So today's Thursday, uh, Friday. I fight tomorrow. So you pull up. Usually, like, the whole week, I'm, like, depleting myself. Um, the, but the good thing about me going to 45, I'm not, I'm not really depleting myself. Like most guys are starving. I'm eating steaks at night, you know, like it's not like what I want to eat. Like I'm eating like a plain steak and I'm eating boiled eggs in the morning right. with like no salt, like mm. especially last week. Cause you don't want to retain the water. Right. Um, but I'm still eating, you know, like, like I saw my opponent today. That guy looked like Skeletor, dude. Like, Emaciated. Yeah. He looked, yeah. he looked horrible. Fuck. And, and I felt, and I felt fine, man. I, you know, um, I, I could, I, I chose not to eat yesterday because the more I put in my body, the more I'm gonna, I mean, I'm gonna have to lose it, right? Right. So, um, I chose not to eat just so I could have an easier weight cut. I only had to cut five pounds, which is like, I mean, I was in the sauna for like two hours. Like it wasn't that, it wasn't that crazy. Um, but you lost five pounds in the sauna after two hours. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, I mean, I, like I've, I've done crazier weight cuts. So like, what's like the a, craziest weight cut you ever had? 12 pounds. In the day. In how long? Uh, probably that took me like around like three hours. How the fuck do you lose 12 pounds in three hours? Uh, so, like, well, you remember you're not drinking, you're eating salt, right? For a little bit. Right. Mm. Um, and, but in the whole week you're water loading. So water loading is uh, you drink. You sh I, I like to start off with two gallons on Monday, and then a gallon and a half gallon on Tuesday, and then one gallon on Wednesday, and then Thursday is about like half a gallon, if that. And like, are you pissing a lot? Yeah, you're pissing a lot, and that's what you're doing. You're like loading your body up with water, and you're kind of tricking your body to flush it all out. Got it. Right, but on top of that, you're getting full with the water too. Right. So, um. Yeah, so so you're, you're you're water loading, right? And then you take out the salt, um, and then that's when you go into the sauna, right? You could well that time to lose the the the, the twelve pounds. I used sauna and Epsom salt bath, 
So I would I used I used um half of it. I lost half of it during the sauna. Yeah. Right. So you just sit there. You get this thing called sweet sweat. Shout out to sweet sweat. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my sponsors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um you put it all over your body and it pro- like it promotes sweat, right? Like it heats up your body and like you just sweat, sweat, sweat. And um and I lost like like six pounds then until yeah. like like I couldn't take it anymore. Right. And then I went back home and the Epsom salt bath. That's actually my favorite because uh you pass out at the end of it like so what you do is yeah yeah yeah, you like 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 now that i think about it like i literally pass out from exhaustion but at least i'm at home right you know so so it's better than being passed out in the sauna so what you do yeah Yeah, i would say yeah so what you do is you uh you fill up your hot tub your 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 bathtub with like boiling hot water like as hot as you can take it like but not as hot maybe hotter than just a little bit hotter than you can take it Mm -hmm. right it's hot and um and you and you put the sweet sweat on and then you put Epsom salt inside the inside there, so you go in there right. The hot water makes you sweat. The salt in the in the in the um in water. the tub mm. with the water pulls out the water. Right. So you're just constantly just sucking yourself dry. Damn. Right. But you only do like like even in the sauna, I go like in increments of like fifteen, like fifteen minutes in, and then I take a two minute break. Right. But I cover myself. Like in a bunch of towels uh, or like just my hoodie, right? If I'm in a, like at the UFC gym, I'll just cover myself with my hoodie. Yeah. But in the hot tub, right? You, 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 I like to make a, I call it the tamale. And, uh, it's just like a bunch of towels. Like my friend works at a hotel. So he, he, he <laughs> yeah, he gets me all these towels, right? So like we just get the top of the towels, even blankets work, right? So after you hit your like 15 minute session in the tub, you hop out, lay down and have someone wrap you up and like leave your mouth open so you can breathe but that's your breathing that's your rest period right yeah so but you're still sweating while you're resting do you ever hallucinate or anything during all this uh i mean i start to see like cloudy you know like you start to feel like you know everything's kind of black and it's kind of colored i wouldn't say hallucinating but like sounds like ayahuasca i've never tried that <laughs> i'm uh, just saying it sounds <laughs> kind of crazy yeah it sucks it, it it does i mean i've like gone to the point where like like i'm like stumbling fainting like yeah, it's it's you should have someone with you when you're doing stuff right. like that. And do you have somebody with you? Uh, most of the time, um, coming up, I, I I've done them by myself before. Uh, I've done the boat. I've done like I, I've I've gone through trials. You know, I've never missed weight. Right. I've never missed weight. Is there? I mean, you know, when you were talking about you know not cutting any weight or like, are there like fighters and mixed martial art fighters that that walk around and just like take the fight on and just like sh- show up at their weight? Nah, They're, not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Back in the day, there was because there wasn't there wasn't lighter weight classes. So you got have guys like BJ Penn that would just show up, you know, and like he would fight whatever weight class he was at, you know. It was like because before it was like the one fifty five division, I think was the lowest it got, mm-hmm. maybe even heavier than that. Mm-hmm. But like that was it. It was like fifty five, and then guys would go up. But yeah, now now people like to lose weight. So they'll they'll cut the water because it's water weight. Sure. As soon as you're done, you drink a water bottle, you gain a pound back. Can you feel it? Like your body absorbing back the water? Yeah, but you can't do it too fast. Why? Because if like if I chug like if I depleted myself like fifty like let's say ten pounds yeah, and I grab a a gallon of water and I start chugging it like you I mean you can but then your stomach can't just process all that like it's, it's like it's like one of my coaches told me it's like you. You have a desert, right? And then when it rains, because the desert didn't like it hasn't rained in a while. Yeah. Like it takes a while for the sand or the soil to absorb it. You kind of like get these floods. Right. It's the same thing with your body. Wow. So so you start to feel like lethargic and like I like I've gotten to the point where like I just don't want to move. Like right. I I kind of did it today a little bit. Like uh, 
I had some pho. I had like two ball. I like acai, and I ate like mm. two two things of acai, and then <laughs> uh, I I got an IV. I like to get IVs afterwards because that's like the easiest way to get the the you know your all the vitamins and all the stuff back into your body. Where do you go to do that? Uh, I got a plug. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. I all got right. I got yeah, a, plug I, right into the arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a. I, I know I know some people that work in the like medical field and stuff like that, so they help me out. And so it's just like saline solution or whatever. Yeah, just, they put B twelves in it for me and stuff like that. Yeah, a little yeah. caffeine. No, I don't know about caffeine. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, like, like yeah, nothing crazy. Like I'm not yeah, yeah. It, yeah. But um, yeah, I, I I like to get IVs if I can. Um, but I know how to I know how to rehydrate the right way now too. Like on like on top of like, I mean, there's still people I watch because right now this is still the regional. You know, this isn't like you're not in the UFC, so these guys don't really know what's up. Some people like a lot. There's actually a few fighters that were in the UFC that are on this card. Yeah. So like they're high level, but you can see like who's been in this game for a while because you'll see like me. I bring fruit. I bring a gallon of water, and the gallon that I have, I put Himalayan salt. I put um, honey. I put uh, some lime juice like that, like raw lime juice, and just to like sip on you know what i mean i'm not chugging this thing you, you see these kids that are just chugging gatorades and that's that's like the worst thing to do and they're just grubbing and then you're i already know that they're going to be dying in like an hour or two right so it's like um because i because i don't just go straight to my iv you know i have to like still rehydrate before that so um i've learned i've learned my, my techniques through the years what's the is so the acai ball is what you love so like as soon as you got the fucking way in then it's you can do what you want, right? Once yeah. you make that weight, it don't matter what you show up the next day to fight in, right? It used to be. What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Now they have these things called uh, hydration tests, right? And so when you come back, you get a you get a weight, you get a um, you have to weigh in. Like tomorrow, they're gonna reweigh me. Okay. And there's a certain limit that I can come back to. Like really? Yeah. Because I then, didn't know this. So, uh, so like, and they're testing for what when they do that? Just uh, because they don't want people coming over. They don't want people coming like super big no more. So it's like, so like, there's like, I think it's like f- 10 or 15. Like if I, if, so if I'm fighting at 145, <laughs> I can only come back at 165, which works out for me. You know what I mean? Cause I'm not cutting a lot right. and I'm not going to, I'm going to blow up to my normal weight, which is 165 anyways. Wait, what's the reason why they do that? Cause I feel like, is it just for the health to dissuade people from overdoing yes. it? Yes. I got it. Yes. Because yes. it's like you're not going to get fat or you're not going to get muscle in one day. So whatever that 10 or 15 pounds, they want to make sure that you're not overdoing the whole deal. Yeah, people die. Damn. You know, people die cutting weight. Like, like it's uh, not. Yeah, it's not good for your liver. It's not good for any of that stuff. I mean, they do it like the, and the level that they're doing it like that's them cutting weight for fighting, which is a whole different beast in itself. Right. But these dudes that are cutting weight for these shows, these fucking bodybuilding shows, right. they're doing that shit on some crazy level shit, sucking yeah. all the water out of themselves, you know? Right. And, you know, and then and then and then the day after the show, they're like eating again, you right. know, like rubbing it. But what's uh acai bowl? What's that what's what's some of your other favorite grub like grub dishes once the hall the work's over and you get to celebrate what are the celebration meals oh celebration meals shit um uh, honestly dude like that's my cel- I, 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 i've kind of got to a point where like i like acai mm-hmm. i like mediterranean food i like steaks you like yeah, steaks. steaks steaks my shit like i love yeah. steaks. what's your favorite cut steak like what do you go for <sighs> i mean favorites probably tomahawk yeah, yeah. yeah. Matt likes a ribeye. Yeah, yeah. I like I like tomahawk steaks. Yeah. Um, but uh, like when I'm in camp, I eat, eat like sirloin steaks, like those little breakfast steaks. Sure. 
Um, I like ribeyes. Yeah, I like I like I like I like all steak pretty yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. carne asada. I like all I like any type of like I like beef. I like I like red meat. I know it's like they say it's like I remember the last time I came in, I was actually doing vegan. Right. You right. know what I mean? Right. And and I and I and I kind of switched up. I was like going half half. Like, uh-huh. and I still don't like. I still I only eat meat at nighttime where my body can kind of process it you know what i mean like throughout the day i'm eating like salmon like i ate a lot of salmon this camp mm-hmm. um rice i i i, I kind of like like i mean my protein like protein powder i i only you i like to i prefer to use vegan protein powder i yeah. do too, I do too yeah. bro yeah. It, t- it tastes better tastes what, better. what, yeah, what brand do you yeah. use um right now i'm using this uh this brand vega the one i've used is called vega vega's bomb right Right. okay vega's what are you using i I use vega and i also use this one um s f h smarter faster healthier yeah it's like um it's really cool and the the reason why i like it it's funny because my coach uh brazilian samurai he 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 goes around he coach he he goes around like state to state and help help fighters because he's a really good coach and he went to Arizona to help one of my ex-teammates. He ended up winning the fight. And then when he came back, I guess he had this big bag of like vegan protein. And the fact that it was vegan, my coach was like, I ain't eating this shit, right? <laughs> so he just, yeah, so he just left it there. And like one day I was like, you know, I like plant-based protein, so let me try this out. And uh-huh. it's like, it, it says it gives you energy too. Yeah. So, uh, and it's 30 grams. So I was like, all right, cool. But like sometimes I can't make breakfast, so I'm going to grab that, right? And I right. tried it out. And I was able to like put it in my shaker bottle and shake it, like or my water bottle, shake it, and it broke down. It dissolved, dissolved, right? right? right and it was right, like, right, oh, right, was like, okay, right. cool. So that's a plus. And I started shaking it, and it, I felt the energy. And so like that, like that's a good protein to check out. All right. S F H. S F H. Yeah. So in this title bout where you won the belt, how long did that go? How bad? Like how dastardly was that fight? Was it tough? And how did it feel for you to win and and hold that belt? It felt good, man. It felt really good. Um, it was three rounds. It, it was actually two in like, and then I think I finished like in like the first or second minute of the, of the, of the third round. But it was good, man, because uh, there was a little bit of history between us two. Um, like we were once, me and my, that opponent. Yeah. Yeah. We were once teammates. Um, he was the older homie. You know what I mean? He was the guy that was like, everybody was looking up to. Like he was the guy that was supposed to go to the UFC. And I was just like, a just starting my amateur career and eventually I, I i moved pretty quick through the amateurs and then like a year later i was a pro and i was just trying to get to the ufc as soon as i could and i remember like uh there was a there was a local promotion called bama and he was the champion there and i thought he was gonna go to the ufc so i was like yo man i want that belt right not calling him out just saying i want that belt and he took it as like i was calling him out he's like yo slow down little guy or whatever slow and, down yeah. little guy and that pissed me off you know so then like we, we ended up going back and forth on social media <laughs> <laughs> and uh the, the fight never happened right um right. we actually had the same manager and and he said oh my manager won't let you and then <laughs> my manager's like that's not true but you guys aren't gonna fight right. so uh it, it like years later i made it to the uc before him and then he made it afterwards and then uh i got released and then he got released so then this 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 tournament came about where it was like two rounds right before when i saw you guys right after the first round and then he was the second round so it worked out to where we got to fight and uh and he was he, he wasn't he was still trying to big brother me in a way mm-hmm. like like kind of like he wasn't talking shit but he was kind of like throwing shade a little bit mm-hmm. and so i was like all right cool like i need I, like i want to beat the shit out of this dude mm-hmm. and uh, that always makes it a little easier or what yeah uh it, it yeah <laughs> it can or it can't 
or it, it can it, work either way. It can work either way. Yeah. Right. That's what I would think. That's yeah, what I would think. It can work either way. Like even with this guy, like this opponent right here, like he's just saying some like just dumb stuff that doesn't even make sense. And it's like uh, I just have to continuously remind, not not really continuously, but I have to remind myself that it, he doesn't matter. You know what right. I mean? What he's saying doesn't really matter because he might want me to over engage and take me down because he's saying he's he can she's, he wants to strike with me and like yeah. I know damn well he doesn't want to strike with me. So I like I think that he wants me to think that I'm going to strike your with head. him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. go forward and he's going to take a shot. Right, right, right. But right. I know he's going to do that regardless. I know, <laughs> right, you right. Know what I mean? so, you ain't going for that. Yeah. Right. So um. Yeah, it, I'm excited about it, man. But going back to the question, yeah, well, I, it felt really good to get that to get that win over that guy and then also that team because that team had beaten me. Uh, my last loss was to that team. So when you, how did you win? What was the win? Did you choke him out? Yeah, yeah, I choked submission. Him. Yeah, yeah, submission. Yeah, it was cool because I was piecing him up too. I was giving him the hands, and the thing is, like, he he's a he's I was a giving him the hand. Yeah, he was, I can see him like feeding his hand, hand feeding him punches. <laughs> have right? another. Well, I mean, yeah. I I mean the 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 really cool thing was like, well, he was a striker. That's what he's known for, right? Yeah. But the cool thing was that I was giving him the hands. I was giving him the feet. I was giving him the knee. I was giving him the elbows. I took him down, and then I ended up submitting him. So I was able to display full MMA. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I, right. uh, just years of experience, years of training. Like I was able to kind of like go, and I saw it. I saw what I was gonna do. I knew like he was gonna push forward every time. Like he starts to get his little rhythm, I'm gonna take a shot, disrupt his rhythm. Like right. I, I thought during the the whole thing. I saw, not thought, but I saw. I processed, mm -hmm. and and it was like a good like click moment. You know? Was it uh? Would you consider that a fight? Like when you say you saw the process and it was going down, do you do you associate that with like sticking the game plan, studying film, like knowing your opponent and then sticking to like, all right, I'm going to time this out. This is how it's going to come down. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <clears throat> I mean, I don't I don't get obsessed over um, watching film, but I definitely do watch film. Right. Because mm -hmm. like. Uh, I want to see like the tendencies. I want to see where he shines, where he doesn't shine. But, um, in my, in this book, Relentless, that I constantly read, like I go back to it every, every fight camp, which is like, you know, four fights of a year. And mm -hmm. even when I'm not, like I just constantly read it. Uh, they talk about, you know, like a, a champion doesn't focus on his opponent, focus on himself and let his opponent try to study him, you know? And it's just like, Cause you're not gonna like I'm just gonna continue to sharpen my skills all around for so I can right. be ready for any situation, period. And so that's what I'm. That's uh, I mean, but yeah, film film is important because you like I mean Kobe Bryant used to study and watch film, right, like, right. all those guys. So I watch film, <laughs> but I don't obsess over, don't over obsess it. You know what I mean? Like, but but I do try to pay attention to the tendencies and what they're good at. I like to see like like how how do they start the fight and how do you start each round. You know what I mean? What, what does that mean? How do you start the fight? How do you start each round? What do you mean by that for the uninitiated? Um, all right, like a real basic, right? We, the the cage is usually either a circle or a square. Does the person step forward or does he circle to the side, right? That'll let you know off the top, like, how does he want to fight, you know? Mm -hmm. um, uh, okay, he steps forward, but does he throw first? You know what I mean? What does he throw first, right? Does he throw his jab? Does he set up his hands before his feet? You know what I mean? When does he like, so that's just, just the start of it. Right. And I just try to break down all of that first. 
And then and then and then what I'll do is I'll see the first round. Yeah. And I'll see the second round. Yeah. And then I'll see the third round. And I'll say, okay, does he do the same thing or does he start to back up? Does he start to break? And then I go back to watching from his last fight all the way to his first amateur fight. Just to see, see the if, pattern. Yeah. If there is a pattern because a pattern. people get better. Uh, right. And they, right. And they don't, yeah. they don't let you see a pattern. You yeah, don't right. see the pattern. Right. Yeah. But you, I mean, like one of my coaches said, we're creatures of habit. So like you just right. got to kind of see what's up. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It just, uh, you know, it would make, it makes sense. But the other, the other part is like, it would it would seem like you know some people could have like a game plan or a fight plan with their coach, right? Okay, we'll look at you know you you know some things maybe about the fighter and some things you're working on. Then when you get in there, you get fucking belted one time good. Mm-hmm. Like I I always feel like a a poised fighter is gonna like be able to like stick to the plan, the game, the fight plan. Definitely. But a lot of times emotion or just sheer whatever man and 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 you see guys just like you know you see their corners we're gonna do that or that's what we said we gotta you know do you is it for you when you get clear with your trainer and you guys go with the plan plan is that been something that you've had a problem sticking to is that something that you kind of pride yourself on or you try like do how does it work out um it's something that i developed for sure you know um Coming up, I was just go. Like, I remember my coach would tell me, hey, man, like, you know, stick behind your jab, da, 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 da. And I'd go in there and, like, I'd throw one jab and then they hit me and then boom, right? Emotionally, I'd just go and attack the guy. And I, yeah, it, yeah. Right. Like, how do you not do that? That's it, what I'm saying. It does. It happens. And it can, it can work out because, it, like, that's what I battle with myself too sometimes is because it's like, like, fighting is fighting, you know, like, like, right. so, like, fighting is like, who wants it who wants to win like i'm who really who's really trying to kill who you know what i mean like who's really trying to win um and if i just go in there and 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 just kind of just go to like a flow state and i just chunk them like like you might knock him out but the thing is like you don't i don't know i don't know I, like i don't think that's the way to do it either you know i right. think i think there yeah. there is game plan and i think there is strategy to to it um and i've learned that like 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 for example um i want to say like maybe like four fights ago i fought a southpaw southpaw with really good right uh uh left hand like knocks people out like touches them he even hit me with it and i blocked it and i felt i felt it like i felt his power and the whole game plan like just nothing crazy right but it was like circle to the left right because if you circle to the left that right hand will never hit you. you Right. right, right, right. So it was just constantly circle to the left. So circle, and he hit me one time, and I was like, and he's like, circle. My coach is like, circle to the left. Remember, keep going to the left. And he's like, one direction, one direction. And then I eventually caught him. I ended up knocking him out. But like, yeah, that was game plan because if I let myself emotionally get inside there, fight straight, he's gonna hit me. Right. And I get knocked out. I mean, it's they call it a science, or you know, it's yeah. fucking, it's awesome, bro. <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, I don't think people really understand. Um. I don't think you know it, it's hard to you know i don't know man like i i say this all the time like i'll take it out of context from a fight you can watch football and d1 football and pro football on tv all you want but if you should ever get on the grass field and see what these guys are doing in real life it doesn't make sense 
It's almost like watching a plane run into the towers of the fucking. It just doesn't equate to see human beings that size, that quick and agile. And when they're hitting, you can, you can feel it. And you're like, how do these dudes even get up? And when you go to a fight, I can really, really, I've been to some, I've been to a couple mixed martial arts. I've been to some UFC fights. I've been to some boxing matches up close, bro. And the, the speed and just the understanding of slipping and moving. And it's, it's unreal, bro. Like it's on to get to a level where you're pro in this game yeah. is something that people just, have no concept of, of what that looks like when you put it together. I watch some of your fights, man. I'm just like, it's crazy, dude. How long does it take for you to be able to continue to have a plan after you get like socked really hard in the face? Because like, there's that saying, right? I think Mike Tyson might have said it, but it's one that's been around where it's like, hey, everyone's got a plan until you get punched in the face. How long does it take for you or did you always, were you always able to get hit really hard and not get emotional reactive or lose your nerve or calm yeah i mean there's i mean i you know like how do you i mean for sure i i would get hit and blow like even now like like if you hit me i'm gonna hit you back right because if not if i don't hit you back then you're gonna continue to hit me you know right. what i mean so you have to fire back but like not losing the you can't lose your cool because right. losing your cool you know, might put you in, like, let's say he's like a wrestler, right? And he hits you and then you hit him back. And the second you start to go crazy, he ch he changes his level and takes you down. Now right. you're on the bottom, right? So you have to, like, I mean, that's just experience. How long did it take for me to understand that? <sighs> Eight years, right? Like, I mean, I'm hmm. like, like, I mean, I'm almost 10 years in, I guess, so nine years. Like, I'm barely understanding, like, it's, it's all clicking. Like, I mean, like some, some fights I... The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Got it. Some fights I didn't. You know, now now I'm always getting it. I'm in the gym, like, like just constant. Like all I do is all I do is this now. So now, like, I think about it a lot different. Um, but you know, like I said, like sometimes I think you you have to fire back. You have to like it's. And there might be a time where like you know what, like both you guys are evenly matched. Both you guys are negating yourselves, and like who wants it more? You got to just bite down your mouthpiece and chunk them. <laughs> Mm -hmm. uh, I like that, that sounds just like that Donald Fry fight Don where, Fry. Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. where up there in that Japanese blonde hair dude where they just fucking just smashed each other in the face. That's a classic. It yeah. is a classic. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do that, but uh, that's a classic. Sometimes that's what's gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that could I mean it could happen. I'm gonna throw an elbow though. Yeah. <laughs> I think they threw some of those yeah. too. For sure. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. Would you, you Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to ask him about some of the maybe legacy or older UFC fighters that you kind of it's not it's not developed as it is now in the UFC like you're saying with all the strategies, but some of those early guys that are kind of like proto, you know, Tank Abbott. Are there any of those guys that are like your favorites or guys you like to watch fight or the brutality of it? Yeah, hell yeah. A lot of the, BJ Penn, <laughs> like BJ Penn, but he was kind of like a little bit later too. Like um, when I first got introduced to the UFC, it was the first UFC, right? UFC one. 
Uh, and then I watched like all Hoist Gracie because my dad, my stepdad was a, a Gracie, Gracie Jiu Jitsu guy. Yeah. And so he was a huge fan of the, of, 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 he trained at the old, old school academy. So he knew Hoist. Like the old school academy on Pico? Or you don't know? No, 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 no. I think, I thought it was the, uh, the one in Torrance. Oh, yeah. There was one even before that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Go on. Yeah. No, no. He was, he was, he was the one in Torrance. Um, and like, I mean, he was super cool with them. Like, he picked up some of them from the freaking airport and stuff like that. So, like, he was like, he was all into it. And, uh, he never showed me jujitsu because he didn't want me to use it in the streets. Cause I was like, I, I was fighting all the time as a kid. Right. So he didn't show me, but, uh, but I would watch him with him. And, uh, but I, I remember watching, uh, Mark Kerr, Mark Coleman. Oh, yeah. Mark Fuck Coleman. Yeah. Mark Coleman. Yeah. The I hammer. was a fucking yeah. pit bull. Um, uh, what's that guy's name? Oh my God, Pedro Hizo. Uh, um, Hizo, yeah. yeah, he was he was a monster. And and then that from that guy, Pedro Hizo, I think you got Jose Aldo, who's one of my yeah. favorite fighters of all time. Mm-hmm. You got Henan Barral. You got the whole Novo and Yao team, and um, BJ Penn actually ended up going down there. Um, who else did I like back then? Kalo Uno was pretty cool too. There was a there's like um. Kevin Randleman was nuts. Kevin Randleman. Yeah, those were some crazy guys back in the Fedor day. Fedor just retired. Yeah, I was sad, man. I, I was too. He's my favorite fighter on the planet, yeah, bro. He's a savage dude. Yeah, bro. I was sad that he 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 took a L. I almost didn't think Fedor just just couldn't be beaten, you know. Yeah. But he he needed to get one more in. But god damn, dude, this dude's just like such a legend in my eyes, man. Like. Yeah. He could do anything, dude. That guy just did not lose fights, bro. Just the toughest, tough motherfucker. Do you have a favorite fight of his that you saw? I think it was Randleman. I think it's Randleman. Randleman dumps him on his head, which no. probably would have put anybody else in the planet in a wheelchair. <laughs> right <laughs> up. Pile drived him in his head, bro. And he got up and fucking submitted that fucking dude, right? Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. It's crazy, man. But um, yeah, you know what, dude? It's. It's, it's a lot different. And you watch the first one. There was like, they weren't wearing gloves. Right. Some. They were, there was no weight division. It was just like, get in there and do who was that? Man, there was a Dutch dude that was like a kickboxer, a white guy, but he was just flooring everybody, dude, with, yeah. with combinations. And I remember that first one. He was a badass, but some good ones, dude, but it's very different now. Yeah. Very different now. Yeah. Yep. So being a champion then, you know, you got the belt and all that stuff. Yeah. Is it, as they say, there's that great scene in Pumping Iron when they're talking to Arnold and he's on the beach. And they're telling him, like, you've been on top a long time. (laughs) You know, you're relaxing. You know, the wolf at the top, he's not as hungry. And then Arnold says, yeah, but... When he wants the food, it's there. <laughs> Do you have any sense of that? Do you have any sense of that? Yeah, for sure, because I'm not done. You know, like, I'm not even close to being done. Like, uh, uh, recently I found out that I'm the number one featherweight in the West Coast. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm Hell the, yeah. I'm the number two featherweight in the United States. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. And like we were in an interview and they were saying that and I was they're like, you know, how do you feel? I was like, I'm not the number one in the world, you mm. know, like right. I'm not even close to where I want to be. So mm. it's like it's cool, but you know, I'm I'm still I'm still hungry. I'm still starving. 
Right. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, shit, you just told us how you make weight. That sounds like a guy that's on the fucking hunt. Yeah. Now, what happens with, um, so how does it work with the UFC contract and all that? Like, cause you ultimately are trying to get back. That's all I want. Yeah. I want to. So how does that process, where are you at with that process right now? I sh- I'm, 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 I, I should be knocking at the door. I think this one right here will like, like really, really put me at the doorstep you're like knocking right but like people and people are like oh yeah you could get signed i mean i could mm-hmm. but i think another fight after this another big win like me cleaning out this guy knocking him out and then getting another finish the next fight i think that's just like that's me slamming like you know boom 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 let me in let me in right and if not then i'll go take out somebody else but i just got to keep doing it till i'm undeniable you know yeah and like and like, like I said, like, okay, after I win this fight, I'll be number one in the, in the United States. Right. And then that's like, that's knocking on the door. Right. That's like, okay, I'm the number one guy in the United States. Like, let me in. But I think like that one more is just going to be, that's going to be the staple. Can't and, ignore you. Yeah. And, and, and what I want to do is I, I want to get, I want to take out the, 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 I want to go back down to 135 and win that belt. Right. Or, or, or go up to 155, right? And, and fight for that belt. But I think I need two belts to, to be like, yo, like, let me in, you know, like, let me back. Like, I'm ready for it. But I got to focus on, on this guy. In one, right. one at a time. Yeah. Right. One at a time. So it's right. like, yeah, that's the hard part about it. It's like, I know where I want to go, but I'm, I'm focused. Like, I, I trained. I, I, I took no shortcuts. I stopped smoking weed this, this camp. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, yeah, yeah. How was that? Was that? How was that? I don't feel a difference, man. I don't. I really don't. Like, I like. I just well, like. Where exactly. do you wait? Now, wait a minute. Yeah. Where do you think you're gonna feel the difference? Are you saying in the wind, physically, I'm not feeling the difference in my focus, my attention, my energy levels? Where don't you feel it? And I you see saying? A, a lady sitting next to you, looking at you with some very keen eyes. So uh, I'm curious to see what this answer is gonna be. Yeah, I just don't. I mean, I, I huh. like like. The only thing that I could say, like with 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 Herb, right? But I'm not gonna go back. Like I'm not. I'm not. Like I I have no intentions of like going back and smoking Herb right now. Right. Like, of course. Like I like. What made me stop was that when my coach was telling me, uh, you know, I can't be like Kobe if if I smoke weed. And I was like, what the hell do you mean? Like, why not? He's like, well, you're fast twitch muscle. You're fast twitch. You're what did you say? You're um. I think yeah, I think it was fast twitch. It can't, it, it won't be able to be as fast. It as won't you. fire as quick. Yeah, it won't. Like there's no way. And I was just okay, cool. And that was it, right? And then I remember uh, Kobe also saying like, you know, I I just didn't want to leave anything like no stone unturned. Like I didn't want, I don't want any reason for me not to say I gave it my best. Like I don't want anything to say like that stopped me. Yeah, but right, right. but and then, and that's I understand that. But how do you know uh, leaving no unturned isn't actually doing or um that's true too but like the <laughs> way the, the lady's eyes just popped open he was like don't say that shit man yeah. what are you saying nah nah <laughs> nothing's gonna stop that you know I, I like, <laughs> <laughs> now she's really burned out nothing's yeah, gonna stop like, that hey man so you talking about you already answered the whole question not before. even not, yeah. no yeah, no yeah, yeah. like course. I listen yes. no the, the biggest thing is that I like to listen to my coaches you feel me and like what sure. like right. and that's what it is like right now like I'm I got everything going down good but like with, with wait, 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 like, is it wrong for me to ask why she's laughing so hard? I have no idea why she's laughing. Why are you laughing? I'm just trying to keep it together. 
Because she smoked a fat before she came in there. Yeah. It's fucked right now. Right, right, right. Please. Yeah, no, have I mean, some CBD rings. They're yeah, really calm you down, make you feel good. Ones. Yeah, you those go. calm That's you down. That was some CBD. Yeah. No, 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 no. Because <laughs> don't do that. No, they don't do anything to you, bro. <laughs> well, look, can I at least tell her what happened to <laughs> me? Yeah, tell her okay. what happened. I ate those. So I've been sober. Then she's gonna eat them right away if you tell her what happened I, to you. Listen, listen. <laughs> just full disclosure. Yeah. I don't want anybody getting a shot. Mm. So. <clears throat> I haven't drank, done nothing for like 20 years. It's 2002, right? Totally clean. And they'll say CBD <laughs> and they don't have right? And it's like, whatever. So I ate like four and a half of them. This is a CBD place. They do CBD, yeah, yeah. Delta 8. They oh. do everything. And it's not Delta 8 <laughs> and it's not just, so I ate the CBD and I got high as fuck. Shit, he was melting, bro. And my engineer, my sound engineer was with them. They were both tripping. <laughs> they both fucked up those shows. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we fucked up the shows together. My fucking brain turned into chicken tenders, dude. Oh, it was in insane. So go ahead, go ahead try and them. eat them. But <laughs> right. I'm just saying, I got really high. Dude. I've never been There's that high in my CBD. life. CBD, relax, yo. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you hey, relax. oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you'll get relaxed. Don't relax. Don't bust the shit up. cushion out there. Don't you worry. Hey, <laughs> fire. <laughs> yeah, that kind of. Yo, what though? Um, is that some heavy shit? <laughs> yeah, Tide bro. Stick. Yeah. You know what though? I agree with. Uh, for you, that's very good. I'm gonna eat them. No. No, I think that that's. Albert, for you, I mean, every stone unturned. Like, there's plenty of time to smoke weed, bro. There's yeah. only this amount of time to be the best fighter you can be. And I would agree with the coach. Like, you're putting something in you, right? Like that. Of course, there's going to be some effects. It's going to take a little bit. That's what you do it for. Since you slow down a little bit and be a little bit light, right? Chill. Yeah, yeah. But you don't need any of that to go into a fight. That's true. You know? Yeah, I mean, I dude, but I, I, I used to. I mean, I'd smoke before sparring. I'd smoke like, like that's. What I watch you, dog. You, yeah. Cause you be tagging me. You be like rolling one up. Vibe. <laughs> <laughs> He's burning yeah. that shit down. He's like just coming out of the cell. Looks like with the gloves on and shit. Isn't the That's <laughs> why. Right before you get mad. Yeah, but that, but see, that's what I'm saying. Like that's why I say when I say I don't feel the difference because no matter what, I got everything done. Like I teach class. Like I teach classes. I train, I hit everything that I do, like, well, but this is what I say, though, like, because even when I was smoking weed, like, I say when I, like, because I write down what I'm going to do, I have a schedule, I have a pretty strict schedule, like, I even schedule picking up my daughters and brushing my teeth, all that shit, so, like, because I wait have minute, to. Wait a minute, wait a minute, you write that down? No, it's on my phone. Right, but I mean, it's yeah. written down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, so, how, you don't have hardly any idle time. Like, you pretty much know what the fuck you're going to be doing every minute. That's right? yeah. fantastic. That is fantastic. Yeah. Now, that's discipline. Yeah. It, it, it just came up. And, I, and you know what? I figured that out stoned. You feel me? Like, I did oh, that. Well, yeah. Start rolling. There you go. So yeah. Yeah. You want to so, really win? Yeah. Let's so, so, I figured that out high as fuck. Yeah. And so, like, that's, but, like, what, what, I, would, what I would say is that when when I smoke weed, like I'll still get everything done, no matter what. Like no matter what I do, I'm still gonna get mm. everything done, and I'm gonna do it at a high level too, like teaching classes, all that stuff. 
um i've been i've been faded one time in class though like super faded where i forgot what i was teaching <laughs> yeah, that like, like literally yeah. like as i was teaching technique i was like uh all right yeah. fuck it let's just go live like yeah. but um well wait a second now this is an interesting point that you're bringing up because then it could be like because at the level you're operating maybe there's more to it than just getting it all done exactly so I'll, I'll get everything done, whether I smoke weed, whether I don't, right? But when I don't smoke weed, I go above and beyond. Like, I can do a little bit more. Like, I, I can, like, knock everything out. I'm like, all right, well, what else can I do? Let me right. do this or let me do that. Let me fucking cook my food or I don't know. Like, you right. know, like, if I, if I get home when I smoke bud, I'll, like, go in my room and, like, I'll just chill, go see the dogs or whatever and just go chill and fucking put on a fight whatever or when i don't smoke weed i'll like get home drop my shit go cook food cook my like boil my eggs for the next day and then go home then watch some fights and stuff like that just right. like that little bit right makes my morning that much easier now i get to eat now i get to train better like stuff yeah. like that so i guess like it does like like i said i can go a little bit above um what i'm supposed to do when i when i don't smoke weed i can do, get a little bit more done so that's a different level of effectiveness yeah right it's like we're getting all the tasks done but like you said if you can find even more areas where you can maybe make it so that you can focus on more important things on the next day then that's a level of effectiveness and ease uh that you're not struggling to get to that that little it's funny because when they talk about kobe and they talk about michael jordan right they talk about that the difference between Kobe and everyone else in the NBA, it's not like a huge amount. It's like this small percentage, but that small percentage equates yeah. into being the fucking best in the fucking mm -hmm. world. Yeah. That's why he would sleep like two hours throughout like two hours and then he would train for four hours, two hours and train and like, like these little four hour sessions over time became like hours ahead of everybody else. Everybody would just practice when practice was on and they would only come when practice while Kobe was like practice. When you guys practice, practice at this practice, practice. And those little hours, you know, eventually, uh, added up and, and, and how you were saying, like, you know, uh, you're only a fighter for a short amount of time. Like, and I that's know that true. I'm, I'm, I'm going to retire from fighting at 35. Like that's been my plan since I even started this thing. Like it's, it's weird how I picked that number, but I chose that number a while ago and I'm going to stick to that. Um, and so like, like I had this, this thing too, where I was like, that's what, that's what I thought about. Like, you know, I'm not going to like, I don't want any excuse to say I didn't do what I was supposed to do. Um, so I made that choice too, because I'm only going to fight till I'm 35. I'm about to be 32. So it's like, you know, it's crunch time. I got a, I got a lot of shit that I want to do in fucking three years now. You know, I want to go to the UFC and I don't, I don't, I don't want to just go to the UFC. Like that's easy. You know, it's a little it seems like a little difficult, but like the hard part is to, to break the top 10, right. To stay in the UFC, then break the top 10. And what's the hardest part is to get to the belt, but that's not even the hardest part. The hardest part is to get the belt and stay the champion. Right. And so there's like a lot of things that I got to do. And, and I want to leave an impact. I want to like be remembered as like one of those dudes that was dope, like a great, you know what I mean? I want to be remembered as great. So I want to go in there and I want to do some like hall of fame type shit. Like whether, yeah. whether it's yeah. like go in there and like, win $50,000, like the fight bonuses, every fight that I've been in the UFC, like, 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 that's what I want to do. Like something, something that like hasn't been done before. So I can be submitted as a goat, you know, like, you know, at least a goat to some kid, you know, so then he can be inspired to do something better than I can. Think about that, dude. He don't, he wants to go in there and be a fucking goat. 
He wants to do shit that's going to leave a fucking mark. Not a stain, but a mark. <laughs> a mark. Not a skid mark. He wants to leave a mark. mark. <laughs> Not, Not a stain, a motherfucking mark. Yeah, but man, man, it's cool to hear him say it because <clears throat> I think there's a lot of people out there that are listening, you know, um, girls, boys, whoever that want to do something. And it's important to, I think, understand that some that people do plan to be goats. Yeah. Right? It's not like, oh, somebody was born with some gifted ability and it just happened to them. Mm-mm. And that, and I'll, tell you, I'll even say something else, too, that, that I think is important for, for Mr. Morales to be bringing this to our attention. And that is that to have the, conf, the self-esteem and the confidence to say it. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people won't say that out loud even though it might be a secret wish in their heart. But the reason why they won't say it isn't because they don't think they have the ability, but it's because they've been brainwashed by our culture to think that if you have those kinds of expectations for yourself, then you're conceited and you shouldn't do that. And that's shameful. And it keeps a lot of people down. That's not freedom. And for you to come on here and say, I'm fucking man. You know what I mean? I'm going to give up this and I'm going to do this and I'm going to tweak that just a little bit more because I want to be a goat. Yeah. <laughs> That's inspiring. Yeah. I don't, and, and yeah, I don't talk about it too often, but like that, like, I mean, people that are around me know that that's what I, cause you can't call yourself a goat. You know, you can't go around and say, oh, I'm a goat. Like, you, you ain't no goat, fool. Someone's got to give you that, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's why I said, like, I want to inspire someone else. Like, you know, give someone the inspiration to do better than I am. Because then that, you know, puts me in that category. Yeah, but brother, man, uh, I, I mean, that's true, right? There's a certain humility that I think everybody should carry if they're looking for excellence at some level, right? Because you can always do better. Okay. And you're right. Other people got to call you go to a certain extent, right? But I think true goats do call themselves goats. I think real goats who know they're goats and are fighting to be a goat actually do say it. They're not saying it from a braggadocious way. But they're saying it because there's no more doubt in their hearts. And they're going to fucking bleed, fight, sweat. Drink water, not drink water, smoke weed, give up weed, whatever the fuck it's going to take. Watch tape, whatever, right? To become a goat or to show that they really are a goat. I think you have to believe it to some extent to operate at that level. Absolutely. Regardless of what you're saying. Absolutely. You're acting like the humblest guy. And you might be the humblest guy, but your belief. You know, it's got to be a part of, I would imagine, driving it. But, hey, dude, I have no doubt in what you're saying. I need you to be a champ so we can build. It's a fucking collaboration. Go on. I want to do some shit, man. I mean, Muhammad Ali, dude. I mean, yeah, you're right. There's different styles. That's true, man. And I was thinking about it. Muhammad Ali definitely called himself a goat. Yeah. Even before he was fully a goat. I mean, he had to fight Sonny Liston or something like that. And he was just a kid, but he was talking big shit. He had a lot of uh, confidence in, in himself, you know, cocky or not. He had a lot of confidence. I, and I believe he believed everything he said. Yeah. Fact. Well, he was the world champ at some point. Nah, he's a goat. He's yeah. a goat for sure. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, he's wow. a man. 
So, all right. So, what's your ritual then? Heading into these fights, are you got a ritual? Or you, you know, do you like do the sign at a cross at one of the turnbuck? What are you gonna do? Oh yeah, I, yeah. It's funny. I do that. I do that every uh, oh, yeah. every time I uh. So, right foot always first into the cage. Right foot's first. Uh, I like to touch up, get my. You know, let's go, God. You know, take care of us, both of us, or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, can't like I can't ask God to give like give me the victory because this guy right. wants it too, right? So right. I just you know let let us go out there and do our thing, right foot first, <clears throat> and then I'm going in second because I'm the champ. So I make a circle, like I do like a side shuffle around the ring, and I pass by him. And as I side shuffle, I face him. Get a little peek at him, see what the hell his his vibe is, you know? and then I go just around, pass him by, right? Yeah, just kind of like sweep through him, yeah. And then I see my kids, you know. I look for my kids as I'm sweeping through, and I hit my corner, and there it is. I just, like hopefully by then I find my kids, and then uh, look at them, and then give them give them kisses, and then it's time to go. Uh, dude, I get nervous just hearing it. Yeah. Man, I love hearing shit. Yeah, like that's that. fucking crazy. That's crazy, bro. How many kids do you have? Two. How old are they? Six and 11. What's it like having kids when you're a fighter? I mean, do they ever get scared for you or, or do they, what did they love it? They're like, dad's getting beat up in there. Yeah, or nah. are you like, dad, you kicked his ass. Yeah. yeah, but and they'll let me know if I'm getting my ass kicked too. Yeah, they're nuts, man. Like my 11 year old, I mean, uh, she, they both been in the gym their whole life, right? Because yeah. uh, I was in jail when I decided I wanted to fight, right? So when I got out of jail, I was uh 21 and she was 6 months old. I met her like six, I like met her actually got to hold her like when she was 6 months. Like I missed the birth. And um when I when I got out like, you know, I went to a gym. I signed up at this gym and I I couldn't pay for tuition eventually. Like I paid for my first and last month and then once that came up, I couldn't pay for it. But because I was there so long, they let me um clean the gym. Right. So like I was there at night cleaning the gym and my daughter was in her little car seat or she would be ro crawling around. So like she literally would be in the gym with me the whole time. Mm. Um, eventually, like uh, I ended up moving to a different gym and my mom started watching her a little bit more and helping us out. And I started teaching a lot more. But my baby, the, the six year old, uh, I was in the UFC. I got signed uh, like a few months after she was born. I got signed to the UFC. And, uh, actually, no, when I got signed to the UFC, uh, my ex was pregnant with her. Um, that was crazy. And the crazy thing is when I got signed to the UFC was the day Muhammad Ali died. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. And Muhammad Ali is someone like big, like I, I watch his videos. I watch his speeches. Like, uh, he's eventually going to get tattooed on me, but he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's a big time inspiration. Uh, to me and so like it was just kind of crazy i was like the passing of him and the entry of me you know that's what i thought at that time mm -hmm. so it was super big for me but uh that's like a side uh you know a little tangent or whatever but um that little one when i was in the ufc i didn't have to really work as much because i was making bigger checks so she's she was literally in the gym with me like every freaking day and they're in the gym with me like at least like three times a week now you know, and they and they and they see what's up, and they during summer break and winter break they're in the gym. Um, I had a winter camp this year where I had, dude, I got some killer kids, killer kids. Right now, I'm training a bunch of kids, but like high level kids. Like they they train at different gyms, but they're uh, they want to fight. And I'm talking about my youngest one is six, 
that right? Six years old, bro. <laughs> Six years old. Went, like, went to go. He just started wrestling about, like, two years ago. Not, not even, like, a year ago, year and a half ago. And he won, and he won Tulsa, uh, which is, like, a big, big uh, wrestling tournament. Like, like these kids are crazy, man. My, my kid, Eli, just traveled all the way to uh, Orlando and had a super fight, a jiu-jitsu match, but went over there and submitted their hometown kid, <sighs> came back and went to practice on freaking Tuesday. Like, these kids are crazy, man. Um, th- those kids motivate me, but I had my... So, yeah, I, so, yeah. I, so I had this winter camp because I want, like, I thought, like, winter's cold, right? So we train in the winter. Like, we train no matter what, yeah. right? And so they came, and, and it was, like, an awesome camp, and I threw my, my girls in it. Like I just, yeah, yeah. yeah. The little one, the little one says she wants to be a fighter. Like she's, (laughs) yeah. yeah, She says she's always wanted to be a fighter. (laughs) That's great. And she was in there, she was in there scrapping with little Stevie. Little Stevie's the 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 six year old that just won Tulsa. Yeah. And so like she was in there going at it with him, and she would come home at 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 the practice. She's like, Dad, I want to get Stevie. I'm gonna gonna get Stevie. Yeah. Yeah, but like, yeah, my girls are they're they're dope, man. They they keep me in check for sure. They 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 they. love that i'm here you know they love that i'm fighting at this point that's awesome dude. yeah cool hey what what is we guys throwing around some hand signs i don't know <laughs> i think it was a time thing oh yeah yeah so look at this fight where's this fight on what's it airing on um there's a streaming service i think it's called star or something what would, you know what it is let me see but it'll be streamed um on something let me see but uh uh, and it'll be at the Commerce Casino. Oh, it will be. Yeah, that that. Oh, so it's at. It's gonna be on Star Fun Stream. Okay. Um, and it's like it's cool because it's only like a thirty dollar pay per view, but uh, it'll be at the Commerce Casino. Yeah, you you told me it's at the Commerce. Yeah. 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 So I'm supposed to be going. Let's go. Yeah, I got, I got you, man. All right. Yeah, man, it's going down tomorrow night. Albert Morales. Be champ. By the time you're watching this. Arms will be up in the air. Right. Sir. Right. Yeah, man. What you got? Uh, Ovanda Bowen, LLP. We wear braids to court. Let the tomahawks fly the best. Legal representation money can buy. Albert, let everybody know where they can find you, where they can follow you and keep up with you. Uh, On Instagram is where I'm mainly at, warrior135ufc. Uh, Yeah, stop by, say what's up. I answer everybody. Follow my guy, man. Dude's going to the top. Backing them up. Let's go. Cookies, vibes, um, Enzo's Pizzeria. Um, and yeah, man, Bolt. Bolt and Alien CBD. Thank you for our sponsorship. And uh, that's all I got. Right on. Hey, King Salmon, anything? Uh, you can check out my Instagram page, Beyond Dragon, and my other Instagram page, uh, My, uh, my Poppin' Patches. And dragonbags.com. And uh, Big Big Mike. Come on, partner. Yeah, DJ Primitive. Yo, what's up, y'all? Just Mike Angelo Photography on IG. Also got Channel of the Sun. We got the M mm Festival coming up. Wait, what is it? The M mm Festival. All right, okay. all right. Mm, <laughs> Great. Sounds good, huh? Coming yeah. to May 5th. Mm-hmm, Check us out. Good. Hey, Albert Morales. Fight time, you guys. Give him a follow. We're out of here. Peace. Yeah.